0: time to connect with lacey nelson i am producer brandon from the rob anybody at dawn show thank you for joining us today is friday december 16th is it already already Gosh. yeah and this is the last podcast of the year flew by
1: went by quick I no think, i think we have one more
0: no this is this, this is it this is it got yeah. it yeah we're, we're off for three weeks that's right yeah so yeah, we'll be back right. uh, on the week of january 9th Um, So we could could figure out what we want to do then. But Mm -hmm. um, I figure, I I think that it was only appropriate that we start with uh, having the same guest that we had on for the first podcast that we did. Uh, So Lacey, take it away.
1: Yeah, the first one we did was actually on my birthday in July. Hmm. And Angela, you've been quite busy (laughs) since July. I think that podcast fired her up a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go time.
1: Like just ready to go. You hit the ground running. We did. I'm excited to hear about the stuff she's been doing. Um, We can officially say now our guest, after they left our podcast, went on the Dr. Phil show, Mm -hmm. and now we have her back from the Dr. Phil show. We're going to hear some pretty cool stuff about on the set, some unique things about how Hollywood runs their sets um, as opposed to how we're doing it.
0: Is uh, Dr. Phil's mustache real? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely totally real (laughs) totally real and he's a nice guy he
2: is a nice nice gentleman yes did you get to meet his wife i did So she's super cool i love it i follow her big fan now um her shoes are incredible her outfits top notch so
1: million dollar outfits million
2: dollar million dollar smiles they were just very kind people that's good and i think the one thing that stood out the most of the behind the scenes is how much dr phil honored his wife
1: okay so that's he not was, just for show.
2: It is not.
1: I didn't that's know cool.
2: the level of honor he does and made sure all of the audience knew that. And that's cool. That was really cool. That's touching to me.
1: They have like 40 years of a marriage or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Several kids. So when you went on there, it was all fentanyl based. Fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Maltz is his name. Correct. Other subject matter expert. Where's he from? He is out. I don't know. He's in a different state. Yes, he is. Yes, he is.
2: We are now Facebook friends and LinkedIn friends. So we we go back and forth. I know, right? Two platforms, it's official. Yeah. Um, So, of course, we see uh, him still on a lot of the different networks out there and promoting the fentanyl and what's going on at a whole different level. And I think that's where um, we really had a good time because I was coming for more of the education side Mm -hmm. and awareness for a different group. He's. Bringing to light the fentanyl problem on a border crisis and at a different level. So. It it complimented well. Mm-hmm. Uh there was so much material that there's going to be another episode.
1: No way. Yeah,
2: the producer sent me a text and said, Hey, just FYI. There's so much information. So I'm hoping I can compliment Dr. Phil enough on this show that I won't be cut from the next right. episode. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like okay. We're only
1: talking highlights. Call me. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well the so, fact that you're on a text basis with the Doctor Phil producer. I know. It's kind of a big deal. They
2: were they were asking for some ideas for the next okay. season. So
1: for fentanyl related stuff. No. Just anything. anything. So now you're writing scripts for Dr. Phil's show. <laughs> what
2: the hell and No, 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 no. I, I tell you the the entire crew, top notch, just just very kind that's people. Cool. So we hit it off and I said, anything you need, let me know.
1: That's great. And that's
2: kind of the, been the MO I've taken in this whole entire year is where's the need? Let me know if I can help you or get you connected with somebody that could. I like it. You know? And we're all in this for real.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. so
2: let's start acting like it. Yeah. Let's start helping each other out and connecting back to your podcast. That's I it. absolutely love it. Um, you know, we're in this together, so let's help connect together. That's so cool. You know. So
1: You know the cool thing we can say is we named our episode with Angela and Laura Didier Deceived to Death. Mm-hmm. Right? And then she used that terminology on the show a few times, and I think we, we mentioned did. this before. They named it the same thing. Oh, the it's,
0: same show. It's a perfect soundbite. Tell- where I,
1: where I is know. our world yeah. Minus in? the RBF.
0: Right.
2: Can we just throw that out there? <laughs> I have to. You guys, I am so, so we Google, sorry. So if we Google. Please don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Um, you don't have an my, RBF. My stepdaughters are like, ooh, yeah, you look pretty fierce. We're
1: are like, using that the was word being,
2: fierce. We're going to say that. I did not do my makeup. Now I know why Hollywood travels with their own makeup crew. Mm. I didn't do my own makeup, and I didn't do my own hair. So let's start with that. My wardrobe was great. Yeah. yeah. Did they um, provide always. that too? No. Huh? Oh. They're like, we like it. Let's nice. go with it. Nice. Yeah. So I've got my shopper at Nordstrom's that take care of me. See. But anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So please don't Google, but we did name that show.
1: Deceived to Death. Deceived
2: to Death. And I think... If that was the only soundbite, and also if you're, I, I, I watch your page and, and see you're embarking in Hollywood. You've got your. I
1: don't know. I don't know.
2: That. Well, learn to talk in soundbites. Okay. You sure. know, uh, pretend you're going in an elevator. Nobody wants to hear a long story.
1: Right. You know, right.
2: so uh, Derek Maltz has that down to an absolute point of I got to study how to talk in soundbites. Okay.
1: Just right? like quick to the quick point, quick to the point, sentences. deceived
2: to death. Boom, we just named the show. Thank you. If, if anyone took anything away, at least I named the show.
1: Yeah, you sure did name the show. Uh, you did. I, I mean I didn't
2: speak very much. It was, I will tell you this, another behind the scenes was uh, it was interesting. We had a flow chart. The flow chart was this is what you're going to talk about. this is what uh, we're going to ask, you know, is very outlined very detailed right um so we're sitting there it is very so i'm like okay this is my comeback this is my bra. this is my story and within about three and a half minutes completely off script okay but you know what dr phil it's your show you go right ahead you you do do that but he was literally right there um providing crisis trauma for a family and i'm just Wow. You yeah. know,
1: it was it was good. So his actual doctor therapeutic site he did. came out.
2: Yeah. And That's it cool. wasn't shown on um the episode. There was a lot that was that was taken out okay. of that episode, um that didn't make it to the final cut, but he did. He did It's nice s- to hear several. his heart is
1: in the right. Oh place, my goodness. You know? Yeah.
2: Uh, just a broken family that was there and um, you know, you saw him move his chair, he's talking in his earpiece, move his chair to to talk and help these these family members out of the loss he's like you know we'll pay for your therapy we want you better
1: that's cool i mean
2: and none of that was really aired a part of it that's program. cool so yeah, that's
1: good to hear yeah that's good to hear because we just don't know sometimes you know you hear these stories about people in hollywood they look fancy and all this kind of stuff on camera and then behind the scenes they're rude or yeah they're, they're, they're mean to their own yeah. people their own makeup artists and stuff so it's nice to hear that he's You know, he's not doing it all for show like, hey, look at me. I'm paying for somebody's something or other. I'm just doing it just to do it. Yeah. That's cool.
0: And you hope that because they do have to cut things for time. Right. You hope that they do the the interview justice, at least to get the the subject matter that you wanted to convey and not chop it all up just Mm -hmm. to make them look good, which, which can be done in certain shows.
2: Right. Exactly. And but for them to reach out and say, hey, we're we have enough material for a second one um that's fantastic so you know they could have chopped it down to incorporate everything in one but
1: and enough to go back for another one it's not like you guys did enough then you actually are going to go back
2: no it was enough then oh
1: it was enough i would be happy to go back well if they're reaching out to you for more ideas it sounds like maybe maybe we'll see maybe okay we'll see i mean or you'll just be like their producer now or something
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'd just be in the crowd
1: i'm like Ange, do you remember me (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah right okay
1: like who is that
2: yeah yeah so it was it was
1: fantastic
2: it was a great experience um you know I always believe that you know something that Bad that is meant to be bad, you can actually turn around and and turn it to good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and this was all just a firestorm that started. I even asked the producers. Now, just to get on the show, I had seven different interviews with multiple producers. Uh, They wanted to make sure I knew my stuff. So it wasn't just this fly-by-night over success story. Mm. Uh, It started, I asked one of the producers and said, how did you hear about me? Uh, Where did this come from? But it started with our first assembly, and that that took a turn in a different direction because Narcan was available. Yes. Uh, the Department of Health Services, who is our contracted, we are contracted providers for them, had a table. Everything has been uh, fine now. Everything's been smoothed over. Uh, but that's how it started. And, you know, when I got to the the public or the Dr. Phil show, that wasn't the point anymore. Got the it. point is really here at at hand, mm-hmm. um, but now just in the last five months—that's five months since we we've, yeah. we've met. What we're seeing, we're learning so much more information about this crisis we're in. What we thought we knew five months ago has changed drastically today. I was sending new videos last night of yes. what's going on in Florida and some of the different things. It's changing rapidly. And that's, that's where my passion comes in. I meet with multiple districts, multiple counties throughout the state. My goal, we're going nationwide soon. You know, I'm gonna get with the right partners to do that um, because this is changing so rapidly and we've got to get to these kids. We've got to get to the parents.
1: Can we talk a little bit about yeah. some of your grants? that are starting to come through. We can. I don't think people understand how difficult it is to, one, write a grant and be successful in getting the funding for it. So uh, if you didn't watch our first episode with, with Angela, um, Arrival Life California is her organization. She's the founder CEO of this organization. And it started out, and correct, jump in, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Started out uh, many years ago uh, as DUI awareness for youth because right? okay. so many kids were dying in DUI-related deaths. And so the thousands of kids I'm sure you've saved through school assemblies, Mm -hmm. right? She goes to schools, puts on full-blown assemblies for uh, DUI concerns with kids. Um, And then with the fentanyl crisis in our youth... She's turned it into fentanyl awareness for youth now. So these assemblies are all fentanyl-based. That's Mm -hmm. why you bring Narcan to the table. Well, you don't. The Department of Health and Human Services comes.
2: And now we bring it to the the parent meetings. So, yes, you are on the right page with a lot of that. It didn't just start with, oh, I have an idea. Let's do a DUI prevention for kids. I was on, um, about 10 years ago, I was a crisis responder for Sacramento County. I even got the presidential award for the amount of volunteer hours I did for our county and my forte the specialty i had all my training was in crisis for youth um whether it was suicide homicide you know fatality it didn't matter the topic i worked with all the different agencies and would come on scene and would go to the schools the next day and it wasn't just me it was a team that i was a part of but um that's where this prevention side birthed was the aftermath of grief i was an an expert in the aftermath of grief and in my heart i kept saying we got to get to these kids before Mm -hmm. these destructive decisions before the trauma and crisis sets in we've got to get to them there and um, i'll never forget it one of the last calls i went out on Uh, Rocked my world. And I said, I'm done. I went back to school and graduated and all in trauma and crisis. And it was, uh, you know, a group of friends, 15-year-old, they're drinking at a party and they did the Skittles party. It was known back in our day as a Skittles party, also a farm party. That You dump all the medication from mom and dad's, grandma's, you know, um, cabinet into a bowl. See what happens.
1: Oh, my God. So
2: we had this young person, high schooler, um, that overdosed. And the kids didn't want to get in trouble, so they didn't call, and they sat there and watched their kid, their friend die. And it's, you know, so a part of this is you've you got to get to the kids to let them know, you know, their brains aren't, are not even fully developed until 25, the last part of the brain to be developed, consequences, decisioning, you know, the, the main function. So we have to, community members, um, educators, parents, get to them and go, you guys, this is good decisions. This is bad decisions. If you are making bad decisions, you don't let it cost a friend's lives. Right. You're not going to get in trouble. A first responder, correct me if I'm wrong, Lacey, when you show up on scene, it's to help someone. Right? You got yeah, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement, um, first responders, medical, they want to save a life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: At the end of the day, they want to save a life. We'll figure that out later, but, you know... That's where the good Samaritan law comes in. So anywhere, so that was the basis for me saying, nope, my whole shift in perspective. And then it was a natural fit. I was already working with the district attorney's office and judges and the Superior Court uh, to do the DUI sentencing. But I always want to bring the prevention real, obviously ev- evidence-based, yeah. right? This is This is impactful. This is working but I want reality and yeah. I think this is the generation that wants that.
1: Well, we see kids kids in every generation, they have a very short attention span. Oh yeah. So if you're bullshitting them, kids are gonna see right through it and jump on their phones and stop paying attention, Yep. right? So, But if you're coming at them with real adult type conversations, yeah. you know, in your face reality type stuff, yeah. I'm guessing they pay attention a lot more. Cherie actually went to a couple of your things or one of your events and I remember her coming home and telling me that, these kids in assembly room, I don't know if it's a thousand kids, everybody paid attention. All these kids were edge of their seat, not on their phones, paying attention to you and to Laura, Laura Didier talking about Zach and they were all listening.
2: So there's a science. I've been doing this for now 12 years. I'm on my 13th year coming up um, and there is a science behind it. I've studied, I'm a nerd. I studied the data and the stats of we've got 30 years of prevention. What works with with teenagers and obviously taking the the scope of this is a whole new generation, they live on their phone. It's quick, it's fast paced. Um, We got to shake up their mind a little bit, bring in new information, but we do it in a way that we bring in subject matter experts. Whether the topic is drunk driving, it's fentanyl, it's mental health, it's personal security and safety, those are, that's my, what my passion is, you know? Get to the core of why are they doing destructive decisions? What's going on? Is there some trauma that we need to talk about or address? There's a stigma with mental health. These kids do not want to talk about it. They're on their phones and they're seeing, oh, there's an Adderall right here being advertised or a Percocet or an Oxy. We've got a perfect storm. Yeah. You know, so it's that prevention. But let's get to the core. What's really going on? Why do you want to do that? And provide resources for the kids. But we move fast. So we are able to transition from subject matter expert, professional, um, all the way to a touching life story from, example, the uh, to capture these kids' attention because we only have a glimpse of time to reach them. So it better be good.
1: I'm guessing when Laura comes up, there's some tear shed with some of these kids as much as they don't want to probably admit they're crying. I'm sure that that that's amazing. That's an in-your-face reality story because Zach wasn't a drug addict kid. Zach wasn't a kid from trauma. You know, Zach wasn't a kid from a broken home. You know, he was everybody's kid. You know, everybody who thinks their kid is doing all the right things because he was. Mm -hmm. And he made a mistake, Mm -hmm. you know, and he met some drug dealer on snap off of Snapchat at the mall and thought he was buying a Percocet. And then it turned out it was a lethal dose of fentanyl. That looked like a Percocet killed him. Mm -hmm. So you know he's everybody's kid, and Mm -hmm. and I'm glad these kids are hearing that. That's that's a real story, you know. Um. So, well,
2: the moment you or your child puts themselves in the "it can't happen to me" category is the moment you just put yourself on a victim list.
1: It's true, for anybody, for any of us, it's not going to happen. Parents,
2: if you if you're saying that, oh, my kid would never do that, you just put them on a potential victim list because there's when you have a mindset that of protection and awareness and these things are are new to the drug landscape in and of itself let alone the whole deception and fentanyl poisoning yeah, component it, we're learning as experts were learning like i said 5 months ago all of that data is null and void now
1: it's all changing by it's the day
2: changing so rapidly
0: so if anybody wants to get involved with the conversation uh, we have the phone lines open as at 888-989-9811 and also if you want to email the show Uh, R-A-D at radradio.com, like Kelly in Utah did. Uh, He says, it's good that you are here about fentanyl and and, uh, here talking about fentanyl and how easy it is to overdose with it. I read an article this morning about a Florida law officer, Mm -hmm. I think a sheriff, had to have four doses of Narcan administered to her after an accidental fentanyl overdose. Mm -hmm. More people need to hear about how common it has become and how it's disguised to look like anything from candy to Xanax. I want to thank everyone again for all their high praise for about Mm -hmm. their best day as a police officer from the last episode and it brought a huge smile to my face and uh, yeah it it what is it about fentanyl that they're disguising it as other drugs is it because it's just so cheap to manufacture and that's what's so so appealing to the dealers so
2: cheap to manufacture um, and highly highly addictive so we have two different categories we have the substance abuse um user and then you have the inexperienced kid whether they're experimenting or being deceived to death again Mm -hmm. deceived to death it's Mm -hmm. it's very true um but it's cheap to make highly addictive and whether you're Wanting fentanyl because you have a tolerance built up—it's not going to kill you in an instant. Mm. You mentioned the the officer from Florida. I sent that's the one I sent you last night, Mm -hmm. and she had gloves on. Mm. You know, I went through about six different interviews and was trying to get all the little bits and pieces out of what happened, but the wind was a factor. So I think a big part of this is educating. Know if you touch it, you are not going to have an overdose. If it gets in a mucous membrane, yes, there is that potential. So she did mention, and the officer was the one who said she wanted the body cam released. She wanted it because it has to get out to the public how dangerous this is. So again, she said wind was a factor. So when she opened up the, the drugs, wind was a factor with the, the very fine powder. It could have gotten in her eyes, her nose, her mouth boom. And you saw her go down in that video so very quickly. And thankfully they had Narcan. They Narcanned her three times. Um, and they finally were able to bring her back. And you know, my big, my big thing now is everyone should have Narcan in their glove compartment, <laughs> ladies in your purse, because we're finding it everywhere. We're finding it. How many times the schools around here have had a Narcan kids? Cause it's on campus. It's Sorry. Crazy.
0: It is. Is Narcan available for any any parents that might want to get it just in case?
2: Highly, highly encouraged. You can yeah. go to pharmacies, you can ask your doctor. It's an over-the-counter um, medication that you are able to anyone any age can have it. It will not hurt you if you're not having an opioid overdose. It does not hurt children or pets. Um, you cannot get high off of it. But it will, if an opioid gets onto your receptor in the brain that basically tells you to stop breathing, what that does, it's a nasal spray, goes right up. And it will release, depending on how, the reason why they had it to Narcan her three times was how much fentanyl was in her system. So it would release from the receptor in the brain, and then it would reattach itself. So they had to Narcan her again. So that's why... Um, It's so important to have this. And speaking of, uh, there was some legislation that was brought up to California. It's called AB-19 uh, that mandates all schools K through 12 to have Narcan available on campus. Yes, let's take it a step further. Every teacher should have it in their classroom. Um, It's already here. The multiple counties that we've seen it, um, no one's talking about it, but as the one that is doing all the presentations, all the nurses are coming up to us and saying, yeah, we've already Narcaned 3 this year. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. we've already, uh, one school just reached out to us this, um, and and we work with schools throughout the state. So this is not one particular area. Uh, one school reached out to us and said two of our students died because of fentanyl poisoning and one is currently in the hospital. And it's like,
1: this is It just keeps happening. coming. So yeah. Yeah.
2: And it was because of candy. It looked like candy. It looked like candy.
1: So these kids aren't even realizing what they're taking. And that's kind of the point of of the teaching is that there's a difference between an overdose where you knowingly are taking a drug and you accidentally overdose and and or being poisoned, which is totally different. You think you're taking one thing. It's like if we went to the, this is the best example I can think of. If we went to the liquor store and bought some Jack Daniels and Mm -hmm. it had antifreeze in it and we didn't know it, we have been poisoned. That's how it looks in court. If you poison your spouse with antifreeze, you go to jail for murder because you put antifreeze knowingly in something that they didn't know they were drinking. So, why is fentanyl any different? You know, it's people say, oh, they need to be held responsible as a drug user. Absolutely, they do. Just like I like to drink alcohol. If I drink some alcohol and I over drink alcohol and I have a hangover or I have to go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. That's my own damn fault. Mm -hmm. Okay, for sure, right? Now we need to get some help for me. But if I go to drink some vodka and it's got antifreeze in it, whose fault is that? Mm -hmm. If somebody else put the antifreeze in there, am I going to still be blamed because I went to a, a club and got a drink and it was poisoned? No, I'm not blamed for that. Sure, I'm blamed for the drink itself, but not for the the antifreeze. So I don't know why we're seeing it any different. If a kid goes to take a Percocet, which they shouldn't do, and it has fentanyl in it, whose fault is that? And they don't know that there's fentanyl in it. They need to be held accountable for taking the pill, but not for the, they didn't die on purpose. They're not suicidal, mm. you know? And interestingly enough, I was, when I was working patrol on the streets, fentanyl's so, so prevalent now with, with all the. The folks living on the street, the unhoused population, they're they're just doing fentanyl. Like uh, I imagine in the early '90s, it was like cocaine, and then it turned into meth and heroin. They're doing fentanyl now. I I can't I can barely name probably one person on the street that I've contacted that wasn't using fentanyl. But one young gal, um, who I was speaking to, I was talking to her about how dangerous the fentanyl is. Like she's doing fentanyl on purpose. A young gal, like this is her drug of choice and I'm talking to her about all these kids that are dying or these young people, I'm like, you could take one wrong turn and the fentanyl's going to kill you. And she said, they don't know what they're doing. They're inexperienced rookies, mm. right? They're kids, they're inexperienced. And so that's the mindset of some of these folks using the fentanyl. Um, so,
2: so there is some science behind that. So that is our number one question we get from parents, believe it or not, and students is, well, if it's killing off, kids but it's also the number one drug choice for use, um users how does that work and there's a thing in um, law enforcement I believe that is called chasing the dragon and you know that your highest high the first time you ever get high is is up here well the next time you're trying to reach that but you will never get as high so you have to double up your dose triple up your dose well that's what's happened so they build up this tolerance um, if they happen to go to jail or you know Uh, go through rehab or anything, they drop their tolerance level. So if they get back on any kind of a substance and they take where they left off, it's an overdose. So think of that in the mentality of a a kid that has no tolerance. Mm -hmm. They have no tolerance. They can't do that. Again, it's like
1: alcohol. Yeah. Right? So if somebody's drinking every single day, of course they're going to be able to drink more than I do, Mm -hmm. you know, and and maybe a a grown man is drinking, like he's going to be able to hold his alcohol more than I would. You know, but uh, if somebody's drinking every single day as opposed to someone who doesn't drink at all and they have a drink, right. that's the tolerance level. I like relating it to the alcohol yeah. thing because people understand. For some reason, the mind can wrap around, oh, okay, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. You know, but fentanyl, like the drug tolerance, what does that mean? Right. You know?
2: And back to what you had asked earlier, uh, Brandon, you know, it is in cost. Mm -hmm. right it's cheap to make Mm -hmm. and it's synthetic so they don't have to wait for any type of a harvesting or anything like that so if you take in a one kilo of heroin per se street value would be roughly about eighty thousand dollars okay if you did one kilo of fentanyl it's about eight to ten million dollars
1: jesus
2: so we're talking it's you can mass produce it you have no harvest Mm -hmm. let's bring it down to the reality it's cheap inexpensive easy to make, and I can mass produce it and make millions versus what we're at. So when I talk to parents and I say, hey, look, this is not like, don't do drugs, kids. This is not like the landscape it was five years ago. I don't even think most of the health books have fentanyl in them, let alone where they're at." And the scary thing about it is, and, and we come out and we talk on several different audiences. We do youth, middle school, high school, colleges. We do parents. We'll do full districts and town hall meetings. So we want to go out there to get all, everyone in the community, not just youth, but that's, that's our favorite. Um, but we're finding fentanyl in everything.
1: It is in everything. It is
2: in everything, every drug category across the board, and marijuana.
1: They're lacing it in marijuana.
2: And vape pens. And candy. I mean, this is, this is where that education component. I have a ton of friends in the DA's office, and they're like, this is not something we can prosecute our way out of. Law enforcement, we cannot enforce our way out of. This is something we have to educate our
0: way out of, create awareness, and then sound the alarm.
1: Well, it's starting to get sounded. How,
0: yes. So a lot of parents are listening, and um, so how could they provide resources to schools to help obtain Narcan if they don't already have it? Right reach out to us we have several different contracts
2: in not only in the works in addition but we have secured uh that we can provide these schools with narcan we can provide parents with narcan um all of our parent assemblies that we do they once they hear the education behind it understanding it's a it's a nasal spray i always tell them who out here has allergies you know very similar the plunger Um, you know it's it's not going to harm you it's safe to have in your uh, cupboard at home and uh, they clean out the table literally I'll take two I'll take three you know so contact us we will get you in contact contact your doctor walk into uh, I believe Walgreens CVS certain pharmacies are handing them out because we're in an opioid situation crisis as it is this is allowed Mm. without any type of prescription
1: And what I was saying to people who had like, um, negative things to say about their kids having Narcan and no problem. Every parent gets to be whatever parent they want to be. And if they don't want their kids to have it, that's totally within their right. Fine. Um, but if you just have it and you never need it, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, it'd be like an inhaler or an EpiPen. Mm. If you need an EpiPen, why would you not just at least have it if, if you needed it for some reason? And then if you never need it, fantastic, it expires and you're done with it. But if you need it, why wait for that moment to go, now what? You know, my kid is having an OD or, you know, maybe it's not your kid. Maybe your kid is a saint. Maybe Mm -hmm. your kid is the saint of all the kids and they're hanging out with a bunch of other kids who aren't saints and their friend starts to overdose and they go, oh yeah, I forgot this one assembly. This thing is in my backpack. You guys try this.
2: We've had parents ask us, hey, can my keep this in their backpack? And it's like, ooh, you need to talk to your school. You need to write yeah. a note. I I don't go there. Why not? You know? Yeah. Um, but you're you're absolutely right. And you know what? The kids will talk to kids first before they'll go they to will. an adult. So they're already gonna know who's popping pills, who's buying things, who's going to the corner.
1: They know more than we'll ever know. They got all the secrets, yeah. you know.
0: Do you find that schools have been really pretty receptive to arrive alive? Oh, um my if, people, if like if parents will We'll reach out to you. Do you find that that link happens pretty pretty naturally?
2: Very quickly. And yeah. you know what? I, I will say I'm extremely blessed to be in this position as for today, you know, for such a time as this, if you will. We've been doing this, so we have quite a, a great reputation within the schools. Go on our website, Ravalive uh, California, ravaliveca.com, and you can see all the participating schools throughout the state uh, the pictures, and we've been doing this for a while, for myself, 12 years now. So we have the reputation. We partner with subject matter experts. We bring in um, people from the crime lab, district attorney's office, uh, UC Davis Medical Center, emergency doctors. So, the, so they they don't have to do any of it. We'll take care of everything. And as soon as a parent gets involved and says, we want a Rev Alive California on our campus, it's done. But what we have done for the last five months is go into overdrive. Ever since this first show, haha, with Connect Lacey. all oh, gas, yes, no brakes. I know. Come on now. Oh, um, yes. you know, we went through and we said, you know, we're going to do MOUs with districts. We're going to meet with the district heads, superintendents. So we start at the top to get the approval, permission. Let them know you already know who we are and all the other programs we provide. This is now what we is very, very important to get to the kids and to the parents. It's it. I need to do who. If anybody needs a job, hit me up. Um, this is where we're at. We need to double my staff because the the need is so great and the reception has been fantastic. Insane.
1: So, it's it insane. has been
2: insane. Just
1: in three months, I'll I'll brag about her a little bit. She, <laughs> <laughs> Angela's one of the most humble, modest people I know. And every time I tell her to brag about herself, she says no. Hate it, hate so it. I'm going to do it for her. <laughs> I'm going to do it for her. In three months, she has reached over 15,000 students, parents, and community members. I don't un, I don't think that people can understand the extent that can have. It's like when, when one person has a candle that's lit, they can light up a room of a 1,000 people with unlit candles just when they touch one another, right? That extent, that reach, might be 15,000 people in three months, but every one of those kids is telling their friends about it or parents are telling people at work who's telling their kids about it. So we I got won-
2: a card yesterday from a teacher – Handwritten notes are amazing nowadays. Can mm-hmm. I just throw
1: that out there? Yeah. And I'm like, art. what's
2: this? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. this? And they said because of you and your team and what you came to our school and talked about, we are now starting a peer support uh, leadership group on our campus yeah. to help That's kids. Great. And I'm like, this is what it's about.
1: Because it's not just Fentanyl, like she was saying. <clears throat> it could be um, kids with their depression, suicidal yeah. thought. This week for like suicides has Ugh. been insane, right? We our our nation lost Twitch. You know, the DJ from the Ellen show, Stephen Boss, you know, um, one of the seemingly happiest people I followed on Instagram, you know, with three small kids. And and so the mental health, it's like when Robin Williams committed suicide, like, who? Mm -hmm. Really? You know, sometimes it's the the happiest person. So you have to think that these kids are going through this mental health stuff, too, and online cyberbullying, and their hormones are going crazy, and... You know, who isn't dealing with the struggle, but they don't, like you said, their brains aren't fully formed yet, so they can't, you know, if I, at almost 40, am struggling with how to put my thoughts together, I can imagine a 15-year-old kid in today's society. I thank God, I didn't have social media when I was a kid. I would have been a a disaster. I was already a disaster as a kid. You know, add social media and all that to it. I don't think so. Um, I'm going to put a couple of other things out here that are happening for Angela and Arrive Alive. And we say these things to say, one, I'm praising my my friend and the work that she's doing in the world. The other thing is, if you have a damn dream and a goal, and I post Mm -hmm. this on my social media all the time, one day or day one, are you going to do it one day? People, I'm going to start Monday. Why not start right this minute? If there's something in your brain that sounds like something that you want to do and you're passionate about it, start right this minute. Somehow, someway, make a step. Even if your only step, it's midnight, right? I'm I'm the one that's like, I'm going to go to sleep early tonight, you know? (laughs) And then at 12, I'm Googling, do cows have best friends? You know what I mean? That's me, right? So in that moment when you can't sleep and you're on TikTok for three hours like I do, Get a piece of paper out and write down. This is my goal. This is my dream. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I have a vision board at home, and I put pictures. Or I wrote a check to myself for five million. And in the memo, it's public speaking.
0: Hmm. You know, so nice.
1: Um, you know, Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for ten million before <laughs> yeah. he was somebody, and one of his first major roles, he got paid ten million. So it, it's put your visions out there. So I say this because. When you when you came and did the first episode, it was like you said a fire was lit. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just like a new drive, a new passion for you. And in just five months, you've done all these things. Um, talking to a documentary filmmaker from Dead on Arrival. What's his name? Dominic Tierno?
2: Mm-hmm. Go check out Dead on Arrival. It's I love his artistic expression and how he creates uh, documentaries. He's done a few, and we're in we're in the the works. We're in the talks about doing a, a whole new project starting off at the beginning of the year. Um, so check him out for yeah. sure. But yeah, this is just the beginning. And and I gotta tell all your listeners this did not happen overnight. This no. did not happen. Um just because of the podcast this was my launching I yes. will say that getting on here it's like all right Angela now what yes you know you didn't come this far to only come this far yes you know I think you and I have said that but let's be real I, I have a real real side to me um go unstuck yourself yeah and sometimes we just get stuck
1: well and, and the other thing about it is this like this doesn't happen overnight it doesn't. Uh, it takes a lot of hard work, sacrifice. If you have a goal or something that you're focused on there's something that you want to change in this coming year, uh, you're going to lose sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to probably lose friends. Family is going to be pissed at you. I have family. Like, where have you been? Why don't you make time for us? And absolutely, I need to stop and, and smell the roses and make time for these people. But then I also have the ones that m- my cousin told me yesterday, I know you're busy. I know you're building an empire. I love you, and I'm here when you have time. Mm-hmm. And those are the people, those are my people, Yeah, you know. Um, and so you're going to be tired. You're going to lose sleep. You're going to get the no's. You're yeah. going to get a hundred no's oh. and then you're going to get the one yes, um, you know. And and so I just say, just keep going.
2: You'll you get know? a thousand no's before get, you yeah. get, you know, the, for years, you know, and I had to this time last year, reevaluate the business partners, the um, people who are around me, where we were going, the mission, you know, be flexible in the methods, but be solid in the mission, the mission to change lives.
1: Be flexible in the methods, but be solid in the mission. Yeah. Whatever that looks like for you. Absolutely. If, if you just want to be a better parent this coming year, yeah. be flexible in the method, but be solid in the mission. I like that.
2: You can title the show that. Is that an angelism? <laughs> that is an Angela. Ah, that's a good <laughs> one. A perfect soundbite. <laughs> there you go. Sound bite. I, I did one soundbite for 45 minutes. <laughs> <So laughs> I'm working on it.
1: I figured out what a soundbite is. It's a quote.
0: No, it's just like little, little... Little blips. It's almost like it, it's almost equated to like a clickbait. There but, we But go. in a positive way. Yeah. It, okay. it's, it's something to you get your message out, but in a way yeah. that people can really retain it, keep mm-hmm. it, but also hear the whole message in a small little chunk of words. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. We,
1: need, we need some of these. We need some sound bites for the Connect podcast. I like this. Okay. Uh, let's go one more cool thing. Mm-hmm. BBC London. Yes. Contacted you. They're coming to the states first of the year. They're going to interview you for some stuff over there. So forget yeah. nationwide. How about just international <laughs> I
2: arrival of the world? I'm going to be tripling my team. No, um, you know I, that's that was the greatest thing. So that stemmed off of PBS Worldwide News came out from Washington, and I I didn't get any cameo per se, but uh, they did mention we were highlighted. We were the the organization bringing all this for the students that's and. Great. Um, you know, they saw that and reached out and said, no, we want to interview you.
1: And just like we were talking earlier, if if you're in another state and I have so many, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have so many parents that yeah. I've met through social media have who have lost kids to fentanyl. Like I, it's like my pages and I'm I'm there for them. That, yeah. And I keep them on there because it, it inspires me to keep doing what we're doing. Um, but if you're in another state and you're a parent who's, Want to get on this train to bring the awareness to other families. And I know that sometimes they need a mission at this point, right. a parent who's lost a child. It's like they've got their own new path, like Laura. Oh. Laura's life has altered and changed because of losing Zach. She is probably somebody that has taken a tragic grief and turned it into one of the most positive Beautiful things that it's her mission now. Mm-hmm. And because of her, she's saving lives. So if you're in a different state other than California, and this is something you want to bring to your state, contact Angela. Yeah, I'm sure there are some, you know, items of guidance that you can offer, some advice on how to get Arrive Alive Texas or wherever right. else. Right. You know, if this is an organization, you can take more of a nationwide perspective, but have representatives in every state that, I mean, imagine that. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we could take it to a whole new level. Well, apparently, Britain now.
2: <laughs> Arrival live, Britain, London. I work hello. on my accent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now I have to work hello on our English accent. Hello, hello.
0: Is is fentanyl a worldwide problem? It is. Yeah, it is.
1: Really. Uh-huh. Any stats from any other countries? No, no, not yet. Did you text me that? <laughs> <clears throat> Listen here. i will put to sit here. <laughs> so
0: I, I'm curious though, how. How is it that people who use fentanyl on a regular basis are are they able to survive when there are instances where people are dying just by little small trace amounts it from from the wind blowing?
2: Right. It could be tolerance, anything from tolerance, it also could be um, for instance, there's no exact measurements in some of these labs for the pills. Mm. So um, you know, I think I, I had mentioned a sweet and low package, sugar package, potentially, what's one gram. So mm-hmm. that potentially has a lethal dose of 500 people Jeez. and just one sugar package. Um, but why are people using that as their drug of choice mm-hmm. on the street? It's called Fetty. That's what they love. It's the highest high you can get right now. Um, again, there's a tolerance. Mm.
1: So if they've been using meth and heroin over the years. Yeah. And then they churn to fentanyl. It's not likely that it's going to kill them. And
2: here's the shocker: I mentioned a couple minutes ago that we're finding it in everything, right?
1: Yeah.
2: So, um, even marijuana vapes, cocaine, methamphetamine. There's a it, that's intentional. One, you'll get a quote unquote better high because fentanyl's being mixed, but the the consumers do not know. So even if you have someone that is a substance abuse user. They're they'll say, no, I don't use Fetty. I stay away from it. It's all cocaine. Well, then why are you testing for fentanyl right now? Because
1: it's been in what they've been it's using. It's been okay. in
2: what Jeez. they're using. So they're, the perfect storm, again, you've got so many drug dealers out there, the cartel, the drug peddlers, pushers. Um, why are they doing what they're doing? Because they're there to make money. Mm-hmm. This is greed. This is what it's all about. So whether they're trying to get someone a customer for life and someone dies, oh, well, that's collateral. That's not their no, they don't, just because we intercept a a big truck across the border doesn't mean the cartel shut down. It's, oh, well, it's collateral. Let's move on. Double it up. Um, so, again, just getting to everyone and letting them know this stuff is not to be messed with. There was. And there's help.
1: There is help. There is help. I mean, that's the biggest part. You yeah. know, if you, like, when I had Bob and Cherie on the uh, show, they were uh, two recovering addicts yeah. and <clears throat> have turned their life around over the years and. Um, they were huge proponents of there's help out there to be had. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, if that's, if that's what you're trying to do, you know, it's not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've didn't get here overnight, you know? Um, so it's going to be a long road, but, um, you know, we're here. Mm -hmm. It's contact us. Let us know what you need. Go to meetings, whatever the case may be. Get yourself off this crap. Um, you know, I remember you came with me to an event recently that I emceed Mm -hmm. for, uh, Placer County. It was like the Placer County Law Enforcement Awards recognition night. It was and- a gala. I gala. thought I was going to
2: show up in a ball gown. She's like, Thank God I, I Googled it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing jeans.
1: I don't know. I wear a suit time. <laughs> so I get a ball
2: gown, black and white. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, like, you could have wore sequins and look like. <laughs> <laughs> I had rhinestone high heels. For inch ready. Four and to- ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm going to Google this. Brent, I wear a suit everywhere I go. So what the hell? Whatever. <laughs> um. So, but this, Plaster County has this organization where they focus on, they're like super secret squirrel guys, you know, like you can't even see their faces. They came out to one of our events. See? Like, I know. Just I, like, I'm telling you. Undercover I, guys.
2: They, we weren't allowed to take any pictures of this event ceremony. Yeah, you can't. But yeah, those are, those are who I work with.
1: Those guys. I work
2: with the, the subject matter experts. So the kids are like in awe. Shuri, when you were there, it was a 90 minute, usually our presentations are 60 minutes now, but- you can hear a pin drop because these kids are in awe.
1: They're like, what is going They're back? not
2: only learning about a subject, so they're learning about a profession. Right. They're learning about, there's so much. It's just an opportunity, but yeah. Okay, I mean, secret cool squirrels go back. Huh? Right,
1: like, if this is an undercover detective. I could do yeah. this, you know, and these guys have like big hair and long beards. They don't look like any cop at all. Great. These kids are probably like, man, this is an option. Yeah. Real life Superman, uh-huh. you know, like this guy. Even, I'm a cop and I'm like, these guys are cool. Right. Like, these are the coolest of the cool guys, you know. But they said Placer County has intercepted, mm-hmm. what did he say in a year or however long it was, mm-hmm. enough fentanyl to kill Placer County three times over.
2: Three Jeez. times over.
1: Three. T- the entire population of Placer County could die three times over with the amount of fentanyl they have seized as a team. Unbelievable. We're talking Placer County, Kay. right, which is our... Uh, nice area, right. affluent areas, Granite Bay, Rockland, Roseville, Loomis. These areas that we're talking are people f- that come from sometimes money and, and such and, and prominent jobs. And enough fentanyl has gone through that county to kill them three times. Yeah. It's, oh, my, my goodness. The,
2: the stats DEA came out with another PSA that said that they have um, already seized enough to kill every American in the United States.
1: Already seized.
2: Already. That was last year.
1: Okay, if we weren't scared of COVID, we got to be scared of fentanyl. <sighs> I mean, what the hell? Any anybody have any questions write in? We're going to go for another 10 or so minutes. Um if you have a school, your kids at a school, you work at a school, a church, a business, yes. um if you're a therapist and you want some information to pass along to your patients, if you are a, a child psychologist, these are things that Do you have pamphlets yet for AAC? No. We you know should... the
2: website I'm actually in the process. <laughs> on vacation, I'm going to re be rebuilding my website. Why don't
1: you just go on vacation? Oh yeah. There's that. <laughs> I anyway. can't do that. Okay, so arrive... I am
2: I am gonna go visit kids, stepkids, grandkids. I, and we're really looking forward to that. But
1: you will have your computer.
2: After three, after three days, I'm back to work.
1: Okay. All right. So arrive alive, CA dot com dot com dot com and facebook and instagram which we're going to revamp yes okay so i'm super excited to be on that team now i'm going to help her um revamp the social media pages and get those super active uh do a tiktok page and start putting videos out there for kids to see
2: for Lacey to be on not so much me
1: well i'm not going to be dancing around
2: (laughs) brandon come on
1: come on at any rate so (laughs) follow the pages go to the website Contact Angela if you want to contact me, you can, and I 'll direct you that way too. Um, f- I mean it's like let your kids know what 's going on. Let mm-hmm. them see the website for themselves, Let them learn some stats for themselves. If your kids haven't been part of an assembly and their school doesn't want an assembly i'm pretty sure you can direct them in another place. you know send them
2: my way it just we're working with districts it it when I say how do i how do I multiply? How do I duplicate?" myself my team currently obviously i just have to bring on more people but that is how fast this is starting to spread um but we have worked for years within this uh, multiple industries to develop very core uh significant relationships for na- networking so we're ready to go
1: and you've been down now to anaheim yes. to speak mm-hmm. at a youth is it what was it a youth summit it was a youth
2: summit for mm-hmm.
1: kids down in anaheim so this isn't just going to stay here so no. if you're listening uh kelly from utah i mean yeah. i love kelly. <laughs> I know this guy writes in every show kelly you are the bomb and i appreciate you
2: we, i actually work with chris didier so laura uh, zach laura. didier's husband um, dad dad thank you uh he was out in utah and did a whole presentation out there so uh we will go where the need is at um and find the money we'll find the money the, yeah
0: so we'll St- write the grant stacy wants to know if uh you are aware of any similar resources in the Reno area? She says, "Thank you for your work and for bringing forth the awareness of this issue. I have college-age kids, and this frightens me." Yes,
2: yes, definitely. It's just at a whole different level. Um, we can put her in contact with someone. I'm, I can't rattle off the people in Mumperin right now, but yes, absolutely. Um, don't let distance stop us.
1: Mm. You well, know who was that? That wrote Stacy. Stacy. Yes. Stacy, send me an email. Yes. Um, and we'll get, I'll get you in contact with Angela. Lacey at LaceyNelson.com and I'll just CC you and oh, you guys can figure that out because, um, you know, Reno's got their own drug problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I just know from friends that I know that work out there and stuff, their, their own drug prevalence. And, and she's not wrong to be concerned about her college age kids. And, he-
2: that, and you know what? Honestly, that is – we. it doesn't matter the audience. We have a presentation for middle school, high school, college parents – Okay. Community. So we we have the stats, we have the information, but we know how to deliver to which ones and what we talk to people in their language, where they're at. College kids. Hey, it's all about you know really pushing those limits and um, finding out what. It it is all about life is all about at a different level, Um, and we're seeing counterfeit Adderall left and right in the the college age kids. Counterfeit
1: Adderall. Counterfeit Adderall.
2: So in their minds, hey, I need an Adderall. We got finals coming up. I'm stressed out for you know whatever, Um, and that's where they're they're trying to you
1: and they're killing them too. So if you have questions, let us know. Uh, A lot of people don't want to write in or call in. That's totally fine. Hit us up on the private, on the down low. We will keep it between us. We will answer your questions, uh, forward you to the right channels or avenues, wherever it is that the need is. Angela is not shy about going somewhere else. And like she said, she will find the funding. There's funding to be had.
2: We'll find the funding. And if you just need a connection or we've got a great, incredible network that we work with as well. So that's the whole point. Our point and our mission is to save lives.
1: That's it. Kids, everybody, adults too. So yeah. if you're struggling, if you got a substance abuse problem, today is your day, my friend. Today is your day. Right now. Not tomorrow. Yeah. Not Monday. Not January 1st. Right now. Today. Put it down. Be done with it. Yeah. Move forward. Um, you are worth it and you are special enough and important enough and we love you. I don't have to know you. You are worth being sober and getting your life on a new path. Um, so, Please reach out if you need some words of support. Follow me on social media, constantly posting positive, uplifting things. And Mm. I always try to answer every single comment, every message from anybody every day. So um, hit us up. And I want to introduce Dino. Dino, thanks for (laughs) being here, bud. He's not on camera, but we got a new (laughs) face in the studio. And I like the guy's energy already. So as episodes go on, we're going to have some new stuff to talk about. Um, and like Brandon said, we'll be back after the first of the year. I actually met a really cool lady yesterday. I'm going to plug Bree Norberg because she has an organization called Women of Sacramento. And, you know, we met yesterday for coffee, hit it off immediately. Of course we did because she had a dog too. Oh, well, hello. She had a dog. I mean, I was ready to go. Say no more. Instant best friend. (laughs) Yeah, instantly best friends. Instantly. Her little dog. At any rate, she starts, she's young, entrepreneur, a coach, um, and immediately great energy. And it's like the saying empowered women empower women. Ooh. Right? I loved it because Love she it. just fired me up just in one coffee meeting. So we're going to be collaborating and trying to do some work together. But Women of Sacramento on Instagram, they have over 17,000 followers at this point. Mm-hmm. She does like monthly events for women in the area to promote businesses and entrepreneurships and just inspirational type stuff. And um, so follow them. And she says that she would love to be on a podcast. So we'll have her on a show and and do some more um, uplifting of people, not just women, but people, Mm -hmm. you know, it could spread, but man, we need to stick together. We do. We
2: do. We need to switch our mentality, come out the gates this year before the year even ends.
1: That's right. It's not a competition. Find your tribe. This is a journey. Oh
2: gosh. Find your tribe. If you don't have your hype people around you, you're missing out. I'm saying. Right. Those are the ones that are going to, literally catapult you when you're like I can't keep I can't keep doing this no you are you were made for this
1: and people will call you to the the carpet yeah you know what I mean it's not just rainbows and butterflies all the time it's hey get your shit together get up let's go stop stop with this
2: okay you I'm done with you whining Uh you've had enough time yeah
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. and pull up your boots yep let's go let's go or your rhinestone heels or yeah this case (laughs) definitely my boots and your rhinestones, right (laughs) Brandon yes happy holidays happy holidays thank you for everything you do for me
0: absolutely thank you and you know I I love that what we can do can help reinforce the positivity and the change and and the the hope that we can give people mm-hmm. just by spreading the messages that we do, especially on a topic just like with addiction, like this. Because Kelly just wrote in, she says it helps it's helped me to stay clean to think about fentanyl. Mm. I'm in a 12-step program, and when we when the thought crosses my mind that I want to use, I think about whatever I get off the street might have fentanyl. Right. I want to live today, so I ignore my thoughts. So it's stuff like this that Kelly. makes me feel like Good. this is this is what we're doing. Uh, we're doing. We're spreading the good word. Yeah, and I'm grateful for for people like Angela. I'm grateful for you, Lacey, and everybody else that we've talked to that has been able to spurn these these uh, these connections of, yes. of positivity, hope, and change.
1: And Kelly, if we can keep you sober, girl, just remember this mm-hmm. conversation. Uh, you know, every day is a day in the right direction. Every moment is a moment of sobriety that you have faced and overcome. So, please keep it up and. If you have a weak moment, hit us up. Mm-hmm. We'll be there for you.
2: Your life matters.
1: It, it really matters. And I would, you know, if you have kids, they need you. And, and like you said, that one pill, that one high could kill you, mm-hmm. you know. So if that keeps you sober, then by all means, you
0: know. Big thank you to Kyle back there.
1: Kyle, <laughs> we love Kyle. We have. Yeah, thank
0: you. A special uh, birthday boy uh, back there. Oh, it's
1: his oh, birthday tomorrow. His birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Well,
0: thank you very much. How old thank are you, you going to be? 32. No. Oh, man. Kyle, oh my gosh. You're like over the hill. I know. I don't want to be 32.
1: (laughs) That's it, Kyle. (sighs) are you getting the aarp magazines yet
0: what's that i haven't right? I, i'm new to that
1: oh, so it's the senior citizen mag you it's know? your
0: senior citizen discount and you're all about the discounts so yeah all right fair enough yeah you know maybe i'll look into it we'll see what happens you know
1: i'm telling you <laughs> well happy birthday sir
0: uh, thank you Any very plans? much lacy i'll be going down to pismo beach hanging out with a girlfriend Good. chilling by the beach so that's my my vacation and my birthday
1: more um cooking on the beach. Didn't you do that on New Year's? Oh,
0: yeah, we did. We cooked a We're lot cooking, um, and we okay. hung out on the beach. We brought food. We brought some pie and some booze out on the beach and had a good time. Sounds and
1: like good, good yeah,
0: Got a nice hotel resort with a jacuzzi on the balcony. It was no. fantastic. Aww. Yeah, it was, it was
1: fun. That's Aww. great. Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Thank you very much. All right. In uh right. next episode, January.
0: The week of January 9th.
1: January 9th. Uh,
0: I, me... I'm, I'm, on, I'm on vacation already.
1: Good for you. Oh, January 13th. There you
0: go. January 13th.
1: Will be our next episode because they get to go on vacation. Yes. You guys get a break. break. Mm -hmm. We'll all miss you. Recharge. All right, y'all. We'll see you on January 13th. Can't wait to bring that episode to you. Angela, thank you. Thank you. Arrive Alive California. Follow her on social media and me and Rad Rad Radio. If you're not a subscriber, freaking become a subscriber. It doesn't cost a lot. You could watch us live, you could call in and ask us crazy stuff on the fly. Put challenge me I'm ready for people to call in and make some challenges so subscribe members.radradio.com we'll see you guys next month happy new year happy new year